Have you ever observed or seen certain people and been like, "Damn, that person is just so good at winging it. That person is so great at being spontaneous." Ever wanted to learn the secrets behind it? Well, you're in for exactly that on this week's episode of Off Air with K. episode we talk about the art of winging it we talk about some improv comedy principles and how it applies to your life we talk about going with your gut feeling and instinct we talk about the art of going with the flow and we top everything off with something beautiful amy scott's secret to why you should be winging it in every aspect of life if you're looking to be more spontaneous you are exactly in the right place this episode is being done completely on the fly much like with how you're trying to cope with covid-19 <laughs> I mean just winging it yeah, every day. Yeah, just winging it. Seriously. That's what this episode's all about. We're talking about winging it. Honestly, life just happens. But where in the world did wing it come from? Like you hear so many people say it, right? To wing it is an idiom that means to improvise, to do something without proper preparation or the time to rehearse. Is that the Wikipedia definition? Or like kind of the dictionary definition? Webster definition. Webster whatever it is, yeah. Um <laughs> That sounds like we're unprepared. <laughs> But people often talk about winging it when you know they have something difficult to do. Don't you think? Like for example, you gotta make a speech or a presentation at work, or you know you gotta I don't know figure out what to do on a first date. <laughs> you wing it. You wing it. I mean, most people plan the first date pretty well, though. Don't you think so? I mean, I think people um, put a lot of lot of effort, effort and thought. Unless you swipe right on the person, like then it's just like mm, it's just another one, it's just third. Um, Sound like you have experience in that domain. Yes. Yeah, so moving back <laughs> into the conversation. <laughs> you know, when we were in kids in school, college, and you know, we tell ourselves and our friends when we grew up. We would know just what I want to do. I know how to handle these situations because I'm a grown up. There's that popular meme that I think that you showed me. Can you just like t- yeah. refresh my memory on that? Or that meme? Yeah, so basically it's a meme of this woman like in her mid 20s. There's one, you know, the top banner where it says um, you know, when I was growing up, I was looking for an adult. Mm-hmm. And then she looks around frantically and then there's a thought bubble and she's like the moment you realize that you're the adult in the situation <laughs> there was this article by Pamela Drucken and i hope i'm pronouncing that right in the new york times which explained everyone's situation i think perfectly there are no grown ups everybody is winging it some are just doing it more confidently which is so true like people yeah. seem to have a plan for everything but the truth is you know even i think the most planned people are unplanned yeah i mean expect the unexpected right <laughs> Yeah, but the thing is, you Always. know, I genuinely believe that succeeding in the social sense is a product of being well practiced in the art of improvisation. I think you would know it. Yeah, exactly. Much yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was just thinking about that. Okay, so I'm part of an improv group. We are rather part of an improv group, mm-hmm. and um, it's called Improvise with a W. You can look us up on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> plug, plug, plug. plug. Yeah, <laughs> Improvise spelled with a W dot. official that's that's the handle right yeah. yeah okay there we go it's so amazing because i think what improv taught me was you shouldn't be afraid to like fail you know because sometimes we have like good shows and sometimes we have really bad shows yeah i mean of course we're winging it out there because that's what improv is about right because you're building and you're playing and it's so much fun but sometimes it just might not work out it, it the scene that you're doing in front of many audience members just tanks yeah there's a weird 
beauty in it yeah beauty in feeling honest, yeah. honestly and i mean on that note actually even though you are improvising and you know doing situations and scenes on the fly mm-hmm. you guys still rehearse we yeah, we kind of have to because right. i mean you have to have that vibe like if you meet improv artists improv comedy artists or improv artists in general you'll see that it's not like they decide to show up on stage one day or show up in a room one day and just like improvise if it's for an audience right right they they're like constantly rehearsing the art of improvisation which i think is is amazing because i mean the importance of being able to consistently learn combined with the ability to you know pivot at a moment's notice is actually what makes you truly spontaneously you know prepared for what everybody calls life right. it's it's like saying you know spontaneity can't be rehearsed mm. but it can be perfected <laughs> so I don't know if that's the same but we just made it up <laughs> yeah how do you perfect spontaneity though of course it's not an ideal world we live in where you know everything that you know we undertake of course it comes with risks everything you do uh, goes with risks and you listening to this you might be in a situation where you're like you know i want to just wing it but mm. there are risks involved like for example you're studying for an exam mm-hmm. you're like no you know what i don't need to study i paid attention enough in class i'm going to wing it in the exam would you risk failing i mean like and being held back a year the downside of winging it carelessly is like being underprepared with a lack of instinct and following thoughts can result in disastrous outcomes for example if you take the fire festival that you remember, was yeah you remember that you introduced me to that yeah that was unbelievable that documentary was unbelievable I mean, do you feel it was over dramatized? Of course, it's a it's a Netflix documentary. Yeah, so, so it, it has to be. It had to be. It had to be displayed in a way that would catch attention. Yeah. But like, in, in the essence of it, it just felt like a cascading series of unfortunate events that kept down sliding. You know, like. Here's the funny thing: if you've not seen that this thing, you just see like how like the worst of the worst is happening, and this guy's just like chill. Yeah, he's chill. He's going with it. He's like, you know, no, no, we'll fix it in the next round where we can fix it and then that round comes it's in a, it's an eerie sense of confidence that unsettles you almost when you're watching it even yeah i felt weird i'll be honest yeah. i felt like, i was like but i was also amazed at how stupid people are i mean yeah that's what we're saying right the downside of just no, no, no. winging i'm talking about the people who like registered for like the, <laughs> the fire festival to go for the fire i'm not talking about that guy um, that's another forget, forget his name you know what don't take my word for it go and watch the documentary yourself i <laughs> seriously the words of a jewish philosopher Maimon Days, am I saying it right? Name right? Maimon it is. Maimon it is. Maimon Days. Say it fast. Maimon Days, Maimon Days. So he wrote this in the 11th century, okay? And he said the risk of a wrong decision is preferable to the terror of indecision. That's so true. Yeah, have you ever thought about it that way? I mean, I've never been that person who's indecisive. I know people who are you are indecisive. I guess it's a personality trait or whatever or like most people do they blame it on their sun sign. <laughs> I'm a Virgo. No, I'm a Libran. <laughs> that's the that's the I'm a Libran so like and weirdly I'm a Libran. Yeah. I'm a Libran. Yeah, I know. So which is I know, I know. I mean, I'm not that indecisive except when it comes to food sometimes. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to refrain from saying anything at this because point. it's true it's true yeah but in many ways I think that getting back to this whole winging it topic I think we find it comforting to assume that most successful people people like who are in charge and control they have their entire lives mapped out in front of them uh their companies mapped out in front of them and they remain calm through the toughest crises like I knew certain people in my company who were so chill when there were like mad things happening and I'm like how can you be calm I just believe that it's not entirely true I mean for example life is too random and there are too many things happening and you know to be 100% prepared all the time it's not possible it's not human 
in fact i understand if you are some like i don't know some algorithm that's working constantly um the social dilemma oh, don't say it please <laughs> but that's where i think this beautiful thing called gut feeling comes mm-hmm. in right and like people whom i've looked up to in a time of crisis mm-hmm. like let's say from the company perspective i think their gut feeling is just good like i had a guy that i reported to probably listening to this right now metal i think he had one of the best gut feelings ever instinct yeah it's just like instinct like he could see something happening creatively even before it happened mm-hmm. that's like a gift that not many people have mm-hmm. or many people are trying to wing it and say that they do have it but are failing miserably for you listening to this if you have acknowledged by now that there is something called winging it and if you have winged it in your life I think the past of winging it should be wunged it <laughs> I wunged it <laughs> that sounds like a Uh, Chinese East, noodle East dish. Asian, yeah. Chinese noodle dish. Um, that was meant with no ill intention, except to the duck. <laughs> the wounded duck. The wounded duck. Okay. <laughs> Trusting your instincts. I think that can we really live uniform and preconceived lives? I mean, what do you think? It- It sounds utopic. But that being said, you know, following your heart, being yourself and trusting your instincts is amazing. I think that lethal combination of maximum preparedness followed by free-spirited application of, you know, power of intuition is amazing. And psychological science, by the way, suggests that specifically when one has developed proficiency in a certain area, it, mm-hmm. it's often better to simply go with the flow. Now, I do a radio show daily, mm-hmm. right, in India, in mm-hmm. Bangalore. For those of you listening to this from other parts of the world, In the beginning, right, when you just start off, you're like, you want to do everything to the T, you want to get your hooks right, your segues right. But then after a point, you're just like, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to have fun. I'm just going to... Go with the feeling. Yeah, though. go with the feeling and go with the flow. And like a lot of times I felt like, you know, the best shows that I've ever done are the ones where it's completely unprepared. Just went with what was happening. Yeah. You know, like just enjoyed the moment. And if, and if that moment took us somewhere else, we went somewhere else and, and it was okay. For example, last week when you did that um, webinar right. with one of the universities. Pune University. Pune University. Yeah. And I think we were talking about this, about how, you know, you were prepared in your own way, hmm. not scripted, not like me who would have color-coded charts and times. And you have like cue cards in front of you. Cue cards and flashcards. Yeah, but I can't you, do that. No, you were prepared, but when I saw you do it live, it just almost felt like this was just how you had aimed for it to go. You know, so I guess that's... Was it nice or was it bad? <laughs> <laughs> you can take your interpretation of what I just said. But I mean that, you know, that kind of winging it where you know what you're doing and you yeah. know what you're saying yeah. and you're not just faffing your way through it. You know, that's a funny thing. Like, for example, let's say hypothetically there was a lawyer who's taking a webinar hmm. on fitness, right? I'm not saying that there are lawyers who are not into fitness, hmm. but I'm just saying like... It's a little alien territory to most of them. I think, however, that being said, if you gave them like a webinar on law, like they would do so much better, right? They 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 wouldn't have to prepare as much as they would have to for fitness. True. We're of course assuming about lawyers who don't do fitness. We'll have lawyers dropping comments, being like, "Hey, I'm a lawyer who's fit, okay? I'm fit. I run marathons, okay? I I also run, you know, for my clients." I don't know why I'm using Do that accent. Do you lift, bro? Do you even lift? Because I said, that's how I sound. <laughs> yeah. That's how that accent sounds. Okay, so let's talk about the art of going with the flow. Okay, the irony is that while winging it, it puts you firmly in control. It also requires you giving up the illusion that you had any control to begin with, which I think is... That's crazy. Is profound and amazing. Yeah. You know how there are certain people always planning and always perpetually... I mean, I'm looking at you and saying this. Yeah, I'm <laughs> smiling while you're saying it. 
But and go on. The art of going with the flow is trusting yourself, and you know you're you're building along the way. And I think you know I enjoy conversations with with people like that. And I think we were talking last time when we came up. We were looking at stuff, and I think there's this um, principle called Uwe. Mm-hmm. Is it a principle or what is it? It's a it's a concept. It's a, it's a concept derived from Taoism. It's a okay. Chinese concept derived from Taoism, meaning effortless action. Okay, so I have this in front of me. It's an ancient philosophical, ethical, and religious tradition originated in China two thousand years ago. This is something that we won't be afraid of that is originated in China. <laughs> also, it's not that duck that we were talking about. Wangdit, the Wangdit duck. The quest for Uwe has been going on ever since human beings lived in larger than hunter gathering kind of clans, and they say that Uwe is actually an integral, you know, to romance, religion, politics, and even business. It's almost like a state of effortless performance so what is uwe well it's a rather complicated concept can you do the honors of describing uwe basically how when i read up about it how they describe it is by a stream that's flowing down a mountain mm. so which means the stream is not consciously trying to do anything it hasn't planned that you know it's going to go through this crevice or that rock sure but it's still active mm. it's still constantly moving yeah. and even on an encountering obstacles like say a boulder mm. or say you know a waterfall mm. or something like that it adjusts seamlessly and it keeps moving forward to its destination so these towers said that if only we could personify this concept of the stream of mm. moving effortlessly through life even on encountering obstacles we may just find that life can be decidedly less stressful they were chilling 2000 years ago yeah and we're finding more applicability in now I think. yeah that's how I think like when COVID happened everyone's like yeah I'm gonna go with the flow bro I'm gonna just like do my yoga and I'm gonna be like so <laughs> that's chill. after panicking for the first two weeks yeah and then I'll, I'll do my kapal batty <laughs> who talks like this which yogis have you met Wangdit's friend <laughs> I'm Wangdit's friend <laughs> so Winging it actually, I think, helps downplay the perils of overthinking and overanalyzing, which is pretty obvious in itself, right? I don't, I don't think we need to kind of expand on that, but it's, it's obvious. Like if you're winging it, you don't overthink things, you don't overanalyze things. Unless you're the kind that overthinks not overthinking something or worries about what? not worrying so- about something you know, know a lot of people are going to resonate no. with me on this what we'll take a poll uh, what, what, we'll say that again say that again so you're not going to be worried about overthinking unless you're the kind that overthinks the fact that you're not overthinking nobody does that you want to bet I don't we think can actually does that. place a poll on this on this podcast I don't know I don't even want to get into this it's such a weird thing because then you'll overthink about us asking the poll about overthinking <laughs> oh god let's just not go down that rabbit hole okay there is a case of the hidden opportunity cost of waiting mm. for certainty uh, before even taking the first step to start out which is I think what we did in this podcast to an extent yeah you know what I mean yeah 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 just, I know what you mean I think I think when you're talking about a hidden opportunity cost you're I don't know winging it sort of sort of negates that yeah right that is yeah. basically what they're saying is and even in business they say this that the more you wait the more time you lose out on correct or the more opportunity you might be losing yeah, out yeah but on. I know people who are like you know I'll wait for like 20 years if I have to do it right the first time there are those type of people as well I mean it can swing both ways right yeah it can but that's why you wing it that's why you just Decide that person A or person B that has different thought processes, yeah. and then you you take it as it comes in either thought processes. It does help to have purpose defined. I think you know if you're moving with passion, if you build with resilience, if you keep doors 
wide open and most importantly i think enjoy every second of it if you enjoy life as a you know flow of change chaos and beauty i think um life becomes so much more beautiful i think you personify that yeah i, I wasn't always like that to be honest you know no? i was yeah you know i wasn't always like that I, i i think a lot of it changed after i got introduced to the art of improv comedy and i always recommend in everybody to dabble with some level of improv comedy in their lives this i know because i think that it's just the outlook that it gives you on life and if you truly imbibe the principles of improv are unbelievable so just for everybody i think can i the principles of improv yeah, is, for sure. is yes and whereby you agree with someone and you add value mm-hmm. to their uh, existing thought i mean that's not always the case there are of course side rules as well but these are the basic principles that i'm discussing you can look up more online uh number 2 is definitely making your partner look good it's boring to look good yourself i think like you know singlely like it's always better to make other people look good i think and the last principle is there are no mistakes which is i think amazing that being said amy scott who's the blog owner of nomad topia has written such a beautiful article on how people admire her ability to just take off and travel the world when she admits there wasn't exactly a spur of the moment decision she actually left plenty of room for flexibility spontaneity and is constantly reminded of why it is a great idea to not plan things out all the time here are her five reasons why you should truly wing it in life would you mind starting with the first one it creates space for synchronicity and magic that is almost impossible to plan for which we did in bali when we did our trip to bali actually when i read this line it it immediately took me back to how we planned everything down to the t, to the t including activities itineraries who we were supposed to meet mm. in in the sense of those yeah. activities so we did a trip to bali in i think october 2019 august 2019 august 2019 august 2019 and yeah it was the best trips ever Yeah. yeah, it was the best. But one of the things, so this space that she's talking about for magic and spontaneity or synchronicity mm-hmm. was actually exemplified in the fact that we did not plan for the one thing that you were in charge of, which was food. Yeah, but that came out so And well. that was the best part of our trip. Yeah, it was. It was insane. We saw I mean, so I did many. have an idea, but I sure. didn't. Yeah, but but didn't. we didn't pin down restaurants yeah, because for sure. we we thought, okay, this is one thing, let's just go with the flow, right? Yeah, it was the best. And it actually defined <laughs> most of the trip. Yeah, it was us. an experience honestly and number two is it allows for experimentation of new things that you might hesitate to do if you had too many details i think the first thing have, i think yeah, uh, the first thing i think of is is skydiving if i had too many details of of while so i went skydiving for the first time i went mauritius and if i went skydiving with too many details i'd be overthinking like because there are certain things that they tell you like you know for example when you're jumping out hands have to go a certain place legs have to go a certain way things like that then when you're landing they say legs up and things like that because you're doing a tandem right so if you bog yourself down with the details no like you don't enjoy the actual act of skydiving which i think is horrible because you going up there's once in a lifetime chance yeah this is when your brain cells overthinking over analysis will come into play mm-hmm. and then completely like dampen the experience for you right yeah so point 3 on amy scott's blog of nomadopia i hope i'm pronouncing that right nomadopia nomadopia <laughs> okay is less time spent planning and therefore lesser time anticipating every outcome or eventuality which is an impossible feat but hey anyways i think which kind of is self planetary if you ask me yeah i think we just covered it with we the actually whole actually skydiving thing also yeah one more thing is you know how overthinkers and not restricting it only to them but we always have these several outcomes mm. that we plan for that this actually cuts that down severely because what's going to happen is going to happen anyway yeah what's that law called murphy's law is it is it murphy's law what has to happen will happen i think so 
Not sure. Point number four is it streamlines your focus on what really matters, and you know you forget about the rest, which I think is great. And number five, most importantly, it teaches you to trust yourself, which is I think amazing. Yeah, that's the most beautiful takeaway from from. Yeah, from her five points, I think five number five is the best. Amy Scott, blog owner of Nomadopia. Point one, create space for synchronicity and magic. That is almost impossible to plan for. Point two, it allows for experimentation of new things that you might hesitate to do if you had too many details. Point three, less time spent planning and therefore less time anticipating every outcome or eventuality, which is impossible in itself. Point number four, it streamlines your focus on what really matters and forget about the rest. Number five, most importantly, it teaches you to trust yourself. I think we should conclude this episode with something that we came across in a Forbes article. Would you like to read it out? Daring to wing it takes courage. Feeling afraid and jumping in anyway. So take that first step. Jump in, all guns blazing. Allow yourself room for mistakes. Carpe diem. I love that line. Grab it while you can and realize that uncertainty will always surround you, but ask yourself this. What if you let the fear of drowning stop you from diving in and discovering what you are truly capable of? And on that note, This has been episode five of Offer with K. Thank you so much. Big thank you, of course, as always, to my co-writer and producer, the wonderful lady you could hear just now, Askar Surya Nawalkar. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> this little podcast is up everywhere. Make sure you share it with your friends if it's something you resonate with. Don't forget to tag us on social media, Off Air with K. This entire chat is meant to be straight from the heart, something that we resonate with and if you do as well welcome to the club we hope that you enjoy more episodes there will be more to follow if you have any suggestions for our next podcast if you'd like to be part of it if you'd like to collaborate in any way you can always email us offairwithk at gmail.com offairwithkay at gmail.com bye bye <laughs>